Season's greetings and welcome to another riveting episode of No Thank You Please. I am one of your co-hosts, Carissa, and I am joined with my mm, better have. Uh, the actual uh, supposed to be co-host of this podcast. Yeah, sure. We haven't done an episode together in a while. I know. I, I miss it. I feel like I've missed you. I've missed you too. I've been MIA a little bit. I want to get that on like repeat. Like, I miss you. Yeah, we don't say that a lot to each other. It's because I actually don't like it that much, and I'm afraid of any type of uh, positive affirmation to our friendship. <laughs> any type of showcase of love. <laughs> yeah, I panic. Like, the one time you took me out for my birthday, yep. spiraled. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, I think it's honestly on point for today. Look, I think we need to do what's right. We need to just tell the people what's been going on with you so that I know what's going on with you. <laughs> And then we'll get into today's delayed topic of the one, the only, Valentine's Day. Mm, Insert background creepy music. Yeah, honestly, I felt like I didn't even have to say it. Um, That is just the soundtrack in my brain. So, what's been going on with you? Um, Well, I think since we last did an episode, or recorded an episode at least... um, because we've had some guests on, but I, I moved apartments, so I'm back up in Jersey City, which is so exciting. Um, I hope the audio of this episode's okay, because I'm obviously in a new room, and who knows what that's going to sound like. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I moved to Jersey City with Karthik. It's our first like real place together. In our old place, he had just moved into like my apartment, and it was just me on the lease. Um, so this is exciting. We like got to decorate and like buy furniture and like do all those things that people do when they like really move in together and make joint decisions if that makes sense um so that was fun and it's like everyone's birthday this month so I feel like I'm just like my closest friends and the people in my family like I'm just giving them all my energy and attention which is great um but like all my time is just spent with those people so yeah yeah that's where I'm at that's exciting though you yeah I mean it's oh it's something, too, that I forget that you and Karthik, as much as I associate you two, and that's the great part, I think. I I view uh, you independent of your relationship of Karthik, meaning, like, in my brain, yeah. I view that as, like, separate entities. Like, I've got Krishma, I've got Karthik, and then I have, like, the Krishma-Karthik mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is so exciting because I, I forget that you and he have technically not lived together, like... You're always together when I see you. I, I don't hang out with Karthik alone that often, ever. Um, I mean, I could. I don't want to, actually. Sorry. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> ah, I was trying to say something nice, but it backfired. No, I understand. Like, exactly. And so I always see him in your physical space. How has it been now knowing that you actually share that space and it's not like one or one of you is visiting the others? Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, well, for a majority of our, like, post-college relationship, he's been visiting me. Um, I did have a a period in time where he had an apartment that I would go visit. Um, But, yeah, so I think it's definitely a relief for him because it finally feels like his space and it's Mm -hmm. not just like I'm packing my bag to come see you. Um, But overall, honestly, it doesn't feel that different for me. Like, I, you know, we 
aren't having those like weird tensions and things like that that couples tend to have when they move in together because we've been together for so long and that like visiting each other thing lasted for like three four years right like it wasn't like we visited each other for like a year um that was a very prolonged period so we like ironed out a lot of those things I think throughout that time without even knowing it and the things that we are going through as like a, a couple living together for the first time are things that I think have nothing to do with us being in a relationship and just like you know like figuring out like who does the dishes like it's stupid shit yeah um but no it's been really good and I think it it actually has brought me a lot of joy knowing that it was as easy as it was because I feel really like centered and confident in like my decisions and our relationship and our future and everything like that because like the fact that it wasn't this big deal that Mm -hmm. feels vastly different means that it's right you know yeah if that makes sense absolutely Um, yeah oh that makes me so happy it's also um interesting too right because i haven't been seeing you the way that i normally would yeah Um, because like when i saw you pre-pandemic it was like yours and shivani's place in jc and then Mm -hmm. mid was your place and now karthik has to deal with my bullshit when i visit (laughs) that means i also need to stay there for more than like two hours which is my typical maximum to stay in any one physical location that's not my home yeah well, we still have the couch you gave us. It's going oh. to travel with us everywhere. Oh, I'm so excited. I like that my couch has a sister, like a sister couch, like sister wives. Yeah. Yeah. Velvet couches. If you haven't, I'm telling you, what an investment. <laughs> Speaking of investments, never mind. Nope, that's a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this episode. Who knows how much content I've got laid out. Um, okay, so Karthik and you moved in. You haven't killed him yet, and my blue couch has a lovely home. Um, how has work and the career barista been going and dancing? And, like, you got – damn, you have a lot in your life. I do have a lot in my life. Um, it's been going really well. I – so I talk about this a lot on the podcast. Um, but, like, the whole concept of integration that I talk about a lot in terms of, like, not necessarily trying to find balance but trying to just integrate th- – different parts of my life together when they need the attention and energy that they deserve Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that is working really well and now I have the credibility and the trust with my colleagues at work to be able to do that very openly Mm -hmm. um and not have to be like hey like just because corporate America says end work at 6 p.m and then go dance like I'm not gonna do that right like and like not that you ever have to have that conversation that explicitly, but <laughs> I feel okay having that conversation that explicitly if I need to. Yeah. Um, knowing full well that some of them are like, what the fuck, I disagree. Like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, bury yourself to the ground working or or you are not a hard worker. Like, some people still have that mentality. Um, but, like, regardless, I feel comfortable enough in my performance, the things I'm working on, how I'm doing, that, like, I can just go do it, right? Yeah. Um, So I feel really good about that. And also I think the space that we move to helps a lot. Like we have this, um, this is going to sound so bougie. We have this Honestly, the amount of eye rolling that I already do when I think about your home, (laughs) out of sheer jealousy and out of sheer like, (laughs) currently the state of Chris's union is like every other day I find this new crack in my wall and I'm wondering is like this the one that's going to like make me regret not getting better renter's insurance. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so you're like, bougie I ass feel, self. Yeah, I feel a little awkward overlooking the Hudson, it. and yeah. you see a beautiful New York. Yeah, yeah. We have a view of the Empire State Building. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so this building has like a 
like the top floor is the amenity floor mm-hmm. and like you the gym is open but you have to reserve it and like there's never more than like two people in there um but the gym has like a section that like is its own room that is they call it a yoga studio for me it is a dance studio (laughs) um and no one is ever in there because like it used to be for for people to take classes and have their trainers come and train them um and it was like a dedicated space for that but like no one's doing that right now and like they're not allowed to do that basically so it's just like an empty space with mirrors which is what dance studios are um Um, but yeah, I think the space is really helping, right? Because I have a dedicated space yeah. to dance, a dedicated space to work out, a dedicated space to work. And I'm able to sort of go back and forth between career barista and my full-time job and things like that. Um, and now we have this extra room that I'm currently sitting in, which is Karthik's office. I don't have my own like room for an office. I have like a space, but it's not a room. And I'm actually sitting on a futon behind his desk, which is like, we're going to eventually turn this room into an office slash like like quote-unquote recording studio um to have like all the right like lighting and equipment for both videos and audio recording because i need to do a lot of that obviously for the podcast but also for career barista um wait so question is karthik right now working while you are talking and you're just no oh he's playing video games in the living room so (laughs) par for the course the way we typically record the podcast is you're in the room and he's playing video games Yes, correct. (laughs) Um, But anyway, like, I think my point there is that, like, that whole concept of integration that I always talk about is made easier because I'm privileged, right, to have this space and this building has the dedicated spaces for me to do that even safely during COVID. Yeah, Um, no, that's awesome. So I'm glad that you were able to find that spot. And, like, the biggest piece, too, and it's kind of like you said, like, like, um, it's not that it is a... (sighs) requirement right like you don't need to be in a specific space to have that but it certainly helps to create like that form of appropriate boundary while you're having that overall concept of like integration and it's Mm -hmm. something that I personally don't understand yet and like maybe never will is um I don't know I feel like that is like a I don't know it's awesome that it's all like available in one space and I wonder too like the fact that I don't know I'm stuck at home I mean I am incredibly privileged and I also do my own bullshit in my own space in my own time but if not having a physical place to do a lot of things has like inhibited my ability to mm-hmm. produce not even creative things but like non-work things like yeah just even them. everyday activities yeah. yeah yeah i understand that i think like throughout covid most people have felt that in some capacity right in like varying degrees but um, even in my previous apartment, I didn't have dedicated space for anything. Like, mm-hmm. I worked in my living room. I danced. I did yoga. I did everything in my living room. And, like, I was able to do it because I, like, mentally had, like, worked on that stuff. But, of course, it got, like, exhausting. And, like, it was an absolute, like, dreadful day every now and then to try to do all of those things in the same space and feel like I'm getting, getting like, cooped up in one place. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how long this, like... A surge of energy is going to last but I do think that I have a new surge of energy because of the dedicated spaces that I've now yeah. found so I don't know yeah like newness is always exciting like in whatever yeah. capacity that comes and, and I'm so yeah. excited I do have to ask though um like tell me about the floors in your in your home the floors yeah like are they like hardwood carpeted am oh. I gonna feel at peace when I go and have an existential crisis on your floor yeah they're all hardwood um but 
we have like a very nice rug in our living room that like helps bring it together this is so hard to explain without visuals but like basically our kitchen and living room and dining area is just one big room and like most apartments at least have like corners that you turn to get into one area or the other even if it's like an open layout but ours doesn't so like all three of those rooms is literally one gigantic room um Hmm. and the only thing that separates them is like a kitchen island um so like we had to make it feel like they were slightly separate but still take advantage obviously of like the openness of the space so that's where that amazing rug comes in so you're telling me that you didn't just like tape off sections and then label them <laughs> can you imagine I'm just, if I, I know it that's what i'm saying i think it would be how fucking hilarious um no that's fair all right i'm excited um Ah, uh, is it farther? No, it's closer to me. So, like, thank you. You're 45 yeah. minutes closer to me. I am so much closer to you. Those, those 45 minutes make a difference when you're on a long drive. Oh, my God, yeah. That's typically the point in which I give up or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that before. I've never almost driven. Never mind. I've never driven the entire Jersey Parkway and then been like, I don't want to cross the bridge and then turned around. I've never done that. <laughs> we all have our strengths in life and I've yet to find mine. <laughs> It's just a growing ass list of weaknesses. Oh. All right. I'm excited mainly because, you know, if you talk about my life, nothing has really changed. It's the same. So I'm glad that one of us offers the variety and the true spice of life. Yeah, I think I have too much change, but that's also a topic for another episode. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the opposite end where I feel like I'm standing still and it's driving yeah. me insane and I don't know what to do. So I have created... Mm, my own obstacles (laughs) well you have like a somewhat new role at work um i I guess it's not that new anymore right i don't know Um, but listen you uh you're going through your own things and they're more than i could handle so Ugh. So instead of talking about anything that would cause me emotional duress we're going to talk about valentine's day because that is the (laughs) level of like concept i can handle because i you may can tell from my you may can tell you might be able to tell from my tone i'm quite indifferent towards it in a way that it truly excites me to buy candy on february 15th in fact i did go to target this morning to get discounted loft house valentine's day cookies (laughs) no regrets so today karishma i want to talk to you about valentine's day but more importantly nope that's it just valentine's day (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so if engineering manager isn't the right move, I think we go to full-time podcasting host. <laughs> so just so everyone knows, I have no idea what Chris was about to say. Like, like before this episode started, she's like, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. And then we hit record. So I have no idea what's coming. <laughs> Full stop. I did decide that we were going to talk about Valentine's Day maybe eight milliseconds before those words <laughs> left my mouth. <laughs> no um so naturally it's i just live in my life chilling at home i did not remember that it was valentine's day because one it's not something that i care about is it because i'm single no is it exacerbated by the fact that i'm single yes Mm -hmm. um but it was just like anyone's any friday february any weekend in february and i was more bummed Mm -hmm. that i found out that i do not have president's day off of work so that's weird. Okay. I was planning on not going to work. So shout out yeah. to Irene who told me that I had to. 
even though she took off work. So I feel slightly betrayed, but we'll talk about that <laughs> trust issue later. Um, all right, back to the topic, Valentine's Day. Krishma, in your own humble opinion, that's probably right. What is the difference between self-love and self-care? I guess, like, the... I guess the best way I, like, think about it is in terms of examples, right? Like, what do I consider self-love versus self-care? Yeah. So for me, self-love are practicing or, yeah, practicing self-love are actions that I would give to others to communicate my love for them, but toward myself, right? Um, So fun fact, my love language, if you've ever taken that test, is acts of service. And so, like, when I want to communicate love to someone, I might cook them a meal. I might help them out with a task. I might help them move, right? Like things like that, um, because that's how I want love communicated back to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that depending on how well I know you, right? Like if I know that like you love receiving gifts, then I'll give you a gift, right? But anyway, for me, self-love is doing those acts of service that I know will make me happy and no other reason. So like, you know, if it depends on my mood, but if I am in a mood to like cook, I'm going to like cook a wonderful meal for myself. Um, I'm going to, you know, like really treat myself to something I would normally think I like don't deserve or haven't earned or, or whatever. Um, whether that's like a material object or an experience or whatever else. Um, versus self-care is like actions that I know will fuel me for the future. And it's, uh, for me, more proactive, but I know for a lot of people it's a little bit reactive, um, but are actions that I know will like care for my mind and body and will allow me to be my best self, right? So it might not be a great meal, but it'll be like a yoga practice and journaling. And that's what it looks like for me. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's what the difference feels like to me. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of confused. So you're saying self-care is um, doing stuff for future you, so that future you is better. Yeah, like fueling myself fueling in whatever yourself. way. Yeah. And self-love is doing what you need now? It's, it's treating myself. Treat it's, yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. It's treat yourself. Legit. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to, I want to summarize it, you know. No, I think, so the reason I ask that is because I saw a lot of appreciation posts and things like that about self-care and Um, self-love. The way that I've deduced it, as well as on the mommy blogs of the world, is self-care, like you mentioned, is very much doing things not only in that preventative measure, but making sure that like physically and emotionally, you are literally taking care of yourself. Like if you had to take Mm -hmm. care of a baby, so if you had to take care of me, what would you do? Like as a friend, (laughs) but like in all seriousness, like you said, like as a friend, like you would make sure that if I was tired, that you would encourage me to sleep, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Where I think of as self-love being that next next, uh, step of saying like, okay, when it's not, I don't even know if it's so much like the demonstrable actions itself, but having that type of like gratitude and like self-awareness like if you told me like carissa i'm caring for you i'm telling you that you need to sleep like that Mm -hmm. comes from point of care but what's coming from that point of love is it's like because why like because you have your worth like being happy like you have that Mm -hmm. like inherent self-worth kind of like yeah you love yourself like yeah so like the positive self-talk and the like the the really internalizing 
like your worth and yeah. the, the things that you deserve, right? Like things like that to you is self-love. That's funny because I, I mean, that makes a lot of sense when you say that, but like I actually think of that as self-care because mm-hmm. a lot of the, the ways I practice like increasing my self-esteem, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, yeah. is through things like journaling. Um, and for me, like physically working out, but like, yeah. And those are things that I consider self-care. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I think I equate those two things as, as, as one in the same. And that's why mm-hmm. I think of it as self-care, but I, I think that makes sense. And like, honestly, like there's probably no right or wrong answers. Like what is yeah. whatever words are a construct. The English language is a construct and self mm-hmm. anything is really a construct, especially if it's on Instagram. Um, <laughs> But I think, like, the it really resonated with me because I feel like on paper, I do a lot of the bullshit. Not because of, like, even, like, mm-hmm. I feel pressured. But, like, um, I we've talked about this very candidly. I experienced burnout. So I try mm-hmm. to be very, um, defen- not defensive, just aware of when I'm reaching my capacity. Like, for instance, um, normally I would wait until I cry every day to be, like, maybe I'll take a day off. Mm-hmm. I waited. I waited this time. Well, I only cried once, and then I took a day off. Okay, I know that was like a little bit of a joke, but truly, that's progress. Oh no, right? that like it's recognizing. Progress. Yeah, like it's yeah. recognizing the behaviors be- before they become repetitive and like detrimental to your mental health. Exactly, and I think about it, and I and I I did some soul searching. Um, like I think that for me is like that example of self care. But I don't really think I love myself anymore. I think I'm getting to the point where it's like I am recognizing that I do deserve to have this type of happiness and fulfillment and not hate mm-hmm. my job all the time. Like, yeah, I am prioritizing myself. Like, I know that I should like, let me rephrase that. I can easily explain that I should take practices of self-care because I don't want to be a dick at work, because I don't want to yeah. be a dick to my friends, because I don't want to insert explanation that impacts others but what my first thought still is not is because i deserve to be happy or because Mm. i deserve to feel rested like Mm. mm, when we break it down in that way i realize that i don't think i am great at that self-love piece if we're gonna define it as such it's Mm -hmm. the it's just that weird piece of like i can do all these things on paper and i can do the objective parts to restore myself into help me be the best version of me but the intention still not because i think i deserve that but it's because like i should probably not be a dick right it's that's interesting because like the impact of what you're doing right is is kind of the, like the impact of, of what you're doing to others is the same you're right. regardless of what your intention is you're still like quote unquote better because you're not being a dick to your friends mm-hmm. but the intention is not the same so the impact on yourself is vastly different. Exactly. Um, I think that's interesting. I've never thought about it that way. Like, of course, I've thought about, like, you know, why do I feel like I don't deserve these things? Why do I not put myself first in certain situations? But I've never thought about it like that in terms of, like, even despite doing the quote-unquote right actions, the impact, and, and even having good impact on others, like, the impact on me is not the same because I don't have the right intent or because I haven't mastered that piece of it yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know that I've never thought of it like that. Yeah. I've had nothing to do, but think, cause I've been, um, I was so hungover from Thursday to yesterday that I just sat and watched <laughs> three seasons of cable girls and Amazing. thought about that. Um, 
and and I think like it also sounds so cheesy, but like if you, I, I've like really been in all honesty distilling it and trying to improve that self love piece because mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent easier said than done, and I and I think that honestly was part of that missing crux of like why were some habits not sticking or like things that mm. I thought were a part of like this generic self care. Like I love yoga, like we know this. Um, mm-hmm. But why is it that all of a sudden it became a place of like stress and anguish for me? Mm-hmm. It's because like maybe in the rooted part, I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. Um, mm-hmm. But ever since I've pivoted or not even pivoted, because like I haven't um, just become more aware of this recently, like it has put back on, t- on the table, like what are my priorities? And I think it always mm-hmm. boils down to the fact that I do not know. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of handling that, I'm going to ask you some more relative questions to Valentine's Day. Well, actually, I think like after you talked about it, <laughs> you're Fuck. like, I oh, know what's about to happen. <laughs> um, after you talked about it, I thought I-, I was thinking a little more just now. And I think like self-love and just to give another example, um, can also be like asking for things that make you happy. So it doesn't necessarily need to be actions that you perform for yourself, right? So the example I gave was like cooking myself a meal. And I I thought about it more while you were talking. And like, I think it can also be like, I know for a fact that like movement in some form, yoga, dance, et cetera, makes me happy. And so it's like, like telling Karthik that I need a few Mm. hours a day to go do that, right? Um, which to which he will never say no, but like vocalizing it and making it clear that like this is for me, to me is also sort of an act of self-love because yeah. I'm putting it out into the world, right? That like this is what makes me happy. Um, and then the actions that other people take or their reactions, I can't control, but I can control what I say and what I do. Yeah. Um, and vocalizing it sometimes does make me feel better. And so I feel like that is is self-love as well. And even just like, there's so many different forms and situations where people can do that, right? It can be like like things like dance, like I mentioned, but it can also be like in terms of relationships and what relationships you want to upkeep and how you prefer to upkeep them, right? If like texting someone all day actually causes a lot of anxiety, like being vocal about how you prefer to like navigate through your relationships or even sexually, right? Like, like what you prefer to have done, right? Yeah. Sexually and like... I just think we don't talk about those things. Well, we don't talk about sex in general as a community, but like, I I think we don't talk about vocalizing what makes us happy as yeah. self love. But I think it is. I don't and know, I think no, no, I agree because a great that's like to me that extra that additional piece of those aren't acts of self care. Those are acts of self love because you truly yeah. are prioritizing like what you need and you're advocating for yourself in a way that's incredibly yeah. genuine to what you really desire. Um, yeah, I'm really notoriously quite bad at that. So that makes, that tracks. Mm. (laughs) Um, have you met me? (laughs) Um, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, all right. So back to my questions, because you did go a little deep and I don't know if I was emotionally ready for that one, because it is going to create more introspection. Fuck. All right. What's your, um, (laughs) Krishma Motwani. Oh God. What is your ideal date that you would take on yourself not a self date but if there were two krishmas in the world mm, yeah what would you want that date to be oh okay so 
it depends on my mood and whether or not I'm on my period. Fair. Um, but like assuming I'm in a good mood and I'm not on my period. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. Listen uh, up, I would Karthik. love some like, you know, movement involved. So I'd lo- I love taking things like dance classes and like, and, and not like serious dance classes. Like it can be like a community dance class or like, um, or classes in general, like, um, like bartending classes and latte art classes and things like that. But specifically something involving movement would be great. And then phenomenal comfort food. Um, like no, nothing fancy, right? Like it doesn't need to be like a bougie dinner or lunch or whatever, just like comfort food, things that like genuinely like make me happy, like mac and cheese, um, or like Indian food. And then I think just like, literally I love to like, after a day like that, where it's like a lot of movement, great food. I love the feeling of like coming home and changing into like clothes that are way too big for me. And like, just like sitting on the couch and watching some stupid TV and like eating ice cream, right? Like to me, that is both a quote unquote productive day, but by productive, I really mean like active and doing something for my body that feels really good. Um, But also like indulging in the simple pleasures that I often, and I think people often don't let themselves do because it's like bad for you or whatever. Um, that's, That's my ideal like day. So would you buy yourself jewelry no would you have a fondue set for yourself what i'm just asking questions um yeah chocolate's good okay so sweet fondue thank you for answering my follow-up question yeah chocolate fondue that's it (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) that's all the questions i have I don't know. Wow. What about you? What's your, would you buy yourself jewelry? I do buy myself jewelry. Uh, That's a blatant lie. I don't wear jewelry. Well, okay. I do buy myself all my jewelry. Mm, Second lie. Let's restart this. Christmas, ask me the question again. (laughs) (laughs) Would you buy yourself jewelry? Yes, I have bought myself jewelry. I do not typically wear jewelry, so I buy myself the piercings that are permanently installed in my body. Wait, no, that doesn't answer my question. <laughs> Would like on on like a Valentine's Day or a date or to like show yourself love if you were taking yourself out on a date, wouldn't you buy yourself jewelry? Like I don't care that you have bought yourself jewelry in the past. <laughs> Chris, like you came up with these questions. How do you not know how to answer that? I know, but I lost track of what we were doing. <laughs> it's one of the days where I have not taken any medication. <laughs> what? What's? What is Adderall? Um, <laughs> um, yes, I would. But let me rephrase that. I would buy myself um, because I don't purchase jewelry to wear. Like if I were to buy jewelry, and I would. If, for instance, I took a recent poll whether or not I should get my septum pierced. If mm. it were not COVID, I would have gotten my septum pierced recently. Okay. But I called it. a bunch of tattoo studios and they won't do it because, you know, mask. Similar to, yeah. I think I would purchase myself, uh, like, a tattoo. I typically do purchase myself a tattoo mm. every year. Yeah. Um, so I guess, like, that, if that counts as jewelry. Yeah, yeah. It's still, like, art, I guess, on your body. Yeah. But I don't particularly like jewelry because I don't wear it and because I'm irresponsible and I wear the same two rings on my fingers and then earrings. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Um, 
Wow, that was a very interesting episode. That went to places I did not expect it to go. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, if if y'all would like Carissa to come up with episode topics and not tell me uh, more, <laughs> just uh, let us know. It's a lot um, easier than you think. <laughs> I I literally like I didn't know what you were about to say or do or ask, and here we are. Uh, <laughs> we're thirty minutes in. <laughs> Um, but no, seriously, thank you all for listening. Um, for those of you who find joy in Valentine's Day, I hope you had a wonderful Valentine's Day. And for those of you who do not find joy in Valentine's Day, I hope you found a way to give yourself some self-love sometime throughout this week or month or year um, because you deserve it. So thanks for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram. Continue listening. Please share um, if you enjoyed. And that's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs>